Sunday. It's the day that we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the last several weeks, we have been looking at the different miracles of Christ and what these miracles mean for us and, and how they relate to us and how Christ relates to us. And when we look at Jesus' life, when we look at his miracles, when we look at his teachings, they all culminate at the cross. And then they come into 
if you think about it, they come into being and they really gain their significance in his resurrection because they show what he has done for us. And today, what I want to do is I want to take a step back and look at something in regards to the crucifixion of Christ. And it's something that's overlooked sometimes in regards to the crucifixion. What we're going to look at is Barabbas today. So if you would, open up your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15. And we'll be looking at verses 6 through 15. Mark chapter 15, verses 6 through 15. It's written, Now at the feast, Pilate did deliver a prisoner unto them, whomsoever they would desire. Then there was one named Barabbas, which was bound with his fellows that had made insurrection who in the insurrection had committed murder. And the people cried aloud and began to desire that he would do as he had ever done unto them. Then Pilate answered them and said, Will ye that I let loose unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the high priest had delivered him of envy. But the high priest had moved the people to desire that he would rather deliver Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again unto them, What will ye then that I do with him whom ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, But what evil hath he done? And they cried the more fervently, Crucify him. So Pilate, willing to content the people, loosed them Barabbas and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him, that he might be crucified. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you today, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your son. And I just thank you, Lord, for today, the day that we celebrate your resurrection. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship that you would just bind down Satan and let him have no part of the service. And Lord, I also just pray that you would be with those that could not make it today, those that may be sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones, those that may be traveling, Lord. We just lift them up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for all the many blessings that you have given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would speak through me today and give me the words to say and just hide me behind the cross. And Lord, I just pray that you would just... Be with us today, and if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, I just pray that you would just speak to their hearts today. Again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for the many blessings that you've given us. And I just pray, Lord, that again, that you would just be with us today and just overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, who was Barabbas? In... Verse 7, we see that Barabbas had been an insurrectionist. He had led an insurrection against the Romans. And it also says that he had committed murder. And when we look in the Gospels, 
you know, we can look over in Luke 23, and in Luke 23, verse 19, it says that Barabbas' insurrection had taken place in the city of Jerusalem. So we see that he had led this insurrection in Jerusalem, and in Luke, he's called a murderer. And then in John, you know, if you turn over to John chapter 18, verse 40, it says that Barabbas's, you know, Barabbas was a murderer there. So pretty much all the times that he is mentioned by name in the Gospels, he is called a murderer. And then he's called, in these two instances, an insurrectionist. So when we look at Barabbas, Barabbas was sinful. He was a murderer. He was lost. And he was imprisoned there in Jerusalem in the Roman fortress that is by the temple. And if you think about Roman law, he was about to be crucified for this insurrection and for this murder. So think about something. Barabbas was a sinner, and he was about to die for his sin. His crime that he had committed against Rome. He was going to die for his crimes. But what happened? Jesus takes his place. Jesus takes his place. And once Jesus takes his place, Barabbas is freed. They let him go. Why? Because someone was paying the price in accordance with Roman law. You see, Roman law stipulated that it was pretty much someone, if a death sentence had been issued, someone had to die for that crime. If a jailer had a prisoner that had escaped, the jailer, under Roman law, had to take the prisoner's place. So that jailer would pay the penalty that had been pretty much issued for that criminal. So Barabbas had been found guilty of murder. He had been found guilty of insurrection against the Romans. And he was in prison waiting for the penalty to be carried out. And Jesus took his place. So in accord with Roman law, once this happened, Barabbas was freed. He was no longer bound by that law, by that penalty. He was now, in a sense, justified in the eyes of the Romans. All because Jesus took his place. So look at what happens. Barabbas was sinful and deserved to die for that sin, according to Roman law. He deserved his penalty. Jesus, when we look at Jesus, Jesus was innocent. 
Even Pilate knew he was innocent. Because when you look in the scripture, Pilate is sitting there asking the Jews, what do you want me to do with the one who is calling himself the king of the Jews? What will you have I do then in verse 12 whom ye call the king of the Jews? And then whenever they said crucifying, what did Pilate say? But what has he done? What has he done? To deserve death. Jesus was innocent and did not deserve death. So what happened? Pilate sends an innocent man to the cross to die in the place of a criminal. This parallels what the Father's done for us, doesn't it? It parallels exactly what the Father has done for us. Because if you look at it, we're all Barabbas. Every single one of us is Barabbas. We're all sinful, guilty, and deserving of punishment for our sin. And what's the punishment for sin according to the scripture, according to God's law? Death. Jesus Innocent, sinless, holy. Yet, the Father sends his Son to the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, to die in our place. Again, look at Barabbas. As I said, we're all Barabbas, guilty, Sinful, we should all pay the penalty for our sins. The pot price for our sins, yet an innocent man took our place. Think about that. An innocent man had his blood shed in our place. just as innocent blood went to the cross in Barabbas' place. Look at verse 7. Barabbas was guilty of insurrection, leading a rebellion against Rome. And then it says he was a murderer. During the insurrection, he had committed murder. He had killed a Roman. That's what that means. He had killed a Roman. He hadn't killed a Jew. Because he wouldn't have been guilty of murder. He had killed a Roman. So he had killed possibly a Roman soldier. And he had been found guilty of murder. And he was going to be crucified. So why in the world 
did Pilate offer him up? What did Pilate offer him? If you look at the scripture, Pilate didn't. Pilate was not going to offer Barabbas up. You know, some people have this view that Pilate offers Barabbas up because he thought the Jews wouldn't want Barabbas and then he could free Jesus. That's not what happened. Pilate was not going to free an insurrectionist. He was not going to free someone who had killed a Roman. But what happens? In verse 8, the people asked for someone to be released because that was pretty much Pilate's habit during the Passover. He would free someone from jail. So Pilate, he says to the Jews, do you want me to free Jesus, the king of the Jews? Do you want me to free him? Because he knew Jesus was innocent. So he was going to offer them this innocent person to be freed. But look at what happens. It was the priests. The priests standing there in the crowd. It was the priests that wanted Barabbas released. Because they knew Barabbas was in prison because the insurrection had happened in Jerusalem. They knew Barabbas was there in jail. And in verse 15, it says that the priests, I'm sorry, verse 11, it says that the priests moved the people to have Barabbas released. The priest had done it. Wanting this criminal released. Think about that. The sinful and lost wanted someone who was sinful and lost released back to them. They did not want the sinless, spotless, stainless Jesus released. They didn't want the king of the universe released. They did not want the creator of all things released. They did not want the holy one of Israel released. They did not want the son of God released. Even after seeing and hearing all about the miracles that he had done and performed, even after knowing that he had raised the dead, thus proving that he was the Messiah and the Son of God. Remember all the miracles that we've looked at in the past several weeks? They all proved that Jesus is the Son of God. They all proved that he is the Messiah and every priest, every scribe, and every Pharisee knew about them. So when it comes down to it, what happens? Instead of having Jesus released back to them, 
because he's the Messiah, they wanted someone just like them released. They wanted a murderer, an insurrectionist, a criminal. They wanted a sinner. Someone just like them. And that's what they got. They got someone just like them released. And Jesus was sent to the cross. Now think about something. Imagine you were there 2,000 years ago. You're sitting in that, in that area. Pilate is sitting there on his judgment seat. Jesus is standing beside him. There's Roman soldiers and there's Barabbas. Every single one of us would ask for Barabbas to be released. Every single one of us would do the same if we were there. We would all ask for Barabbas. And then we would all yell for Christ to be crucified. Why? Because without Jesus Christ, we're just as sinful as they are. We're just as lost. And we don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Because if we were standing there as a Christian... Filled with the Holy Spirit, of course we wouldn't ask for Christ to be crucified because the Holy Spirit would be in us. But the Holy Spirit had not been given then. Christ had to die for that to happen. We would all yell out for Christ to be crucified when asked what should happen to Jesus. And we would all want Barabbas because he's just like us. We would all do these things because without Christ, we're all guilty. And without Christ, we're all lost. You see, we're all Barabbas. We're all Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate knew Jesus Christ was innocent. And Pontius Pilate knew what he needed to do. He knew he should have released him. But he didn't. And then what's he try to do? He tries to wash the blood off his hands. Well, that ain't going to happen. Because he was guilty. And were all the Jews wanting Jesus to die. Why? Because without Christ, we're all guilty. And without Christ, just as Barabbas deserved his penalty, deserved to be crucified, we all deserve it. Yet, an innocent man took our place. 
An innocent man shed his blood. An innocent man died for our sins. Think about that. You know, today is Resurrection Sunday. The day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But for Christ to resurrect from the dead, he had to die. An innocent man died in our place. Shedding his blood for us. And praise God this happened. Praise God it happened because... Now we have hope. Now we can have life. Now we can have forgiveness because of what Christ did. He died. And when he resurrected... Now we have hope in our own resurrection. Jesus gives us hope. So when we think about it, you know, through Christ, we don't have to be Barabbas. We don't have to be Barabbas. Because when we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're changed. <coughs> you know, Barabbas was acquitted under Roman law. He wasn't acquitted by God's law. He was acquitted by the Romans. We need acquittal by God. And through Christ, we no longer have to be Barabbas. We can be a new creature, a new creation in Jesus Christ. So today, Resurrection Sunday, I ask, are you a new creature? Or are you still Barabbas? Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for your word. And Lord, today, if there's anyone here again, Lord, I just pray that you would speak to their hearts. And again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for your death, burial, and resurrection and the hope that we have from this. I just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.